Welcome back to the Student Review Podcast. I'm Krishna Shaw, your co-host, and I'm joined with Alexandra Hurst, journalist and our publicist here at the Student Review. Would you like to say hi? Hello. Glad to be here. Oh, well, we're glad to have you. Not much has happened this week, so it's going to be a bit more of a light podcast today. How are you doing, Alex? Um, my week has been, honestly, you know, the semester is ending. It's the last week of the second quarter. Um, so it's all been catching up on work and finishing up tests and all that stuff. Something I did see circling around social media, mainly on Instagram, because I kind of don't have TikTok, though I know this is very prevalent in TikTok, is the Ratatouille musical and how it originally started out as kind of like this trend that a bunch of te- uh, theater kids could kind of geek out about right and playbill is actually making it a thing mm-hmm. yes ratatouille the musical i was there i saw the original tiktok i can say that i was just going through tiktok one day and i saw you know the whole remy the ratatouille is get stuck in my head like every day i thought it was really interesting and i just thought it was just like one of those like tiktoks you know like keep scrolling and then I just kept seeing it through through the weeks. Um, just more and more people were doing writing more songs. People were doing design. I saw lighting design. I saw little like choreographers dancing. Like they chore- choreographed these dances for the numbers. It was insane. And then lastly, I saw a Broadway producer saying that he saw all of these uh, songs and all the all of this dedication, and he was like, "I want to see this happen." And then it happened. And behold, we got Playbill saying you've asked for it. And the kind of um, poster art, I guess you can say, is actually from someone on TikTok. Mm-hmm. And I just think it's very interesting how influential TikTok's now being. And I think this is like one of the biggest examples. How many times do you see? a video on YouTube or a story on Snapchat turn into an actual live production professionally made. Yeah, never. (laughs) As a self-proclaimed theater nerd myself, I love watching this happen. I think it's so cool that I watched this literal full-on now Broadway musical be created like right in front of me. I think it's insane, but I'm really excited. Who knows, maybe they'll kind of like stream it since it started on TikTok to kind of honor it. Plus I love the original film. So the fact that it's going to be a Broadway musical. On other news, however, one other thing I saw circulating on YouTube more, not TikTok anymore, Mm -hmm. is actually this fundraiser that was going on in kind of like the gaming section of YouTube with a lot of the big names, Jack Jacksepticeye, Ethan from Crank Gameplays, you got PewDiePie joining in. And it was just a charity fundraiser for the Red Nose campaign. That's usually, that usually happens like around March, but it was part of like Thankmas 2020. And I, I thought that was really sweet. Even if you're not someone who's a part of the gaming community, I live in a household where like we each have very different interests and mine lean more towards like the stereotypical nerd stuff in the terms of like i like anime i like watching games and all that stuff but you see 
because I'm like the only person in my family who enjoys this stuff, we don't actually have any games. So I have to live vicariously through these people. These individuals came together and they were able to actually raise a lot of money. Like I know for guy, for example, he was kind of advertising it almost as like, I'm going to dye my hair back green. And like oh, everyone- no. I mean, oh yeah, oh yes, yes. <laughs> Damn, shape. Oh, I did get to watch like the very end and I saw his hair. And it was green? Technically? Because, like... <laughs> that sounds so weird and mysterious. No, the thing is, like, in the past, he's kind of promised, oh, I'm gonna dye my hair green. But then, he just, like, puts a spray. And they called him a wuss. And so, this time, he dyed his hair. He bleached. And they dyed it on stream. But then, when he came back, it's, like, this weird almost limey green mm. Mm, yeah like it's kind of giving me grinch vibes almost <laughs> perfect <laughs> just in time for the holidays i mean exactly i mean who knows maybe it was all coordinated and planned but back to the charity part <laughs> yes <laughs> like um, the goal nice. for him at least was like to reach five hundred thousand dollars they did like a million plus yeah i can tell you gaming community and those live streams they get so much money i think it's really nice that they're using all the money they get for charities like a lot of these gamers they're so humble it's insane speaking of gaming i saw on the student independence instagram a very fun post and it said that on friday you guys are hosting and night a night for all of us to play among us and i think it's really cool because even for you krishna as you said you know not a lot of people in your household they will play games with you so you know what happens instead you join our zoom play with all of us and honestly i think that that would be so fun i will be there personally it sounded fun i'll be participating in the raffle you get a 15 dollars amazon gift card i've already done the whole thing i tagged three friends reposted it on my story i'm hoping you know, gotta buy some Christmas presents. I got tested for COVID yesterday. You did? Yeah. I had like the whole swab. It was actually kind of interesting because like we had to get tested because our neighbors, their kid tested positive for COVID. And the thing is that kid was playing with my brother last week and we don't know the timing of it. It's a little muddy, so we wanted to be sure. And so we went. And the thing is, I'm like the least social person in my family. I stay in my room 24 seven. And so they're like, okay, the person likely to not have COVID is Krishna. Meaning if I were to have it, everyone might have it. <laughs> right? Okay. And so we had gone, it, it was such a long process because yeah, you're in your car, but it kind of sucks when you have like a four-year-old who won't stop talking. And throughout that, I don't know why, but I started getting a runny nose. <gasps> Christian. The thing is, it wasn't like, <laughs> no, it wasn't like for allergies. My sign, I'm just like, my body reacts to the smallest of things. Like I will seriously be out in the rain for like five minutes. I will have a cold for like the next 48 hours. I tested negative. Okay, we're fine. We're we're staying positive and testing negative mm -hmm. over here. It's been Krishna and my little guest today. Me, Alex, Alexandra Hurst. Um, I have some articles on our website. You should check them out, definitely. 
and also check out our little online thing that's happening this friday december 18th at 6 30 eastern um, coast time also we have candygrams and some other holiday stuff in case you want to send it to your special someone yes i saw those candygrams and i think it'd be really cute i'm definitely buying some for some people i definitely care about and yeah, I think we're going to end it here. Thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next week. Bye. Hi guys, this is Lux. And this is Laura. And today we're going to be giving you your entertainment news. So really quickly, I'd like to start out by paying our respects to Charlie Pride, who was one of country music's first black superstars who passed away today of coronavirus, which is really, really sad. The country music community is really sad. So I hope his family is doing really well. And I hope that... All of his fans are dealing with this and you know that he rests in peace and then our next topic is the sia and shia labeouf music video which came out actually a really long time ago but it's recently been back on the news basically sia's friend or one of her colleagues accused shia labeouf of sexual assault and so sia backed with a statement saying that she did experience like some form of assault with him and laura and i were just saying earlier i remember when the whole controversy happened with the elastic heart video and everyone was like but maddie's so young she shouldn't be you know dancing with someone so old and you know everyone loved everyone who loved the video was like oh this is you know such artistry and it's so wonderful and you know it's just expressive you know it's just a form of art but now looking back i'm like that's so insane that I, if i were maddie i would just feel so uncomfortable knowing like something that i love so much and i'm so dedicated to i i did that with someone a predator it, it's even if nothing did happen to maddie it's still a weird situation to be put in where you're like dancing yeah. with like that yeah and she calls sia her godmother so i'm sure like all of this happening in the news like seeing how sia had to come forward and make a statement and back this woman who she was being sexually assaulted by him like all of this must be hard on her as well and people must be like speculating and things like that so you know i'm sending all my love and support to sia and to maddie and to the woman who accused shia labeouf of sexual assault because that's a really hard claim to make and it's really hard to come forward about those things so olivia jade went on the red table talk and talked about her scandal with the whole college admission with jada and willow smith and what a lot of people were saying was in, that's not the best platform to be talking about that because this is not a issue about their skin color or racism or anything like that. This is a classist issue that it doesn't matter how you look, it's how much money you have. And everyone in that table is a millionaire. Everyone in that table has so much money that they wouldn't understand it like you and I who aren't multimillionaires. Yeah. No, I mean, when that first happened, I I used to love Olivia Jade. I was like one of her YouTube subscribers and um, I loved seeing her on David Dobrik's channel. And I obviously was a huge fan of Full House as a kid and I loved Lori Laughlin. So when that happened, I was so furious and so disappointed because a lot of people, including me, care so much about college and dedicate so much of their lives to, you know, their extracurriculars and their grades and devote so much time to just what college they want to get into. Like, that's a dream for a lot of people. And on her channel, all the time, she would say how she really just wanted to go to college for the experience and the parties. And so when all that stuff came out about her lying, about being on the crew team and all that and how they paid off the admissions committee, I was like, you know, that's horrible because she's a role model for a lot of people. It was really upsetting. And then now, you know, she went on 
where table talk called herself like the face of the face of white privilege and i was like no yeah you know she's apologizing over the past year she's gone on social media a couple times like limited all her comments and stuff like that and just kind of tried to post and make statements but i mean in the end she does have to apologize for what she did because it's really horrible and you know she took that opportunity away from someone who really deserved it but you know that is really debatable the whole situation of whether or not she should have be having that conversation with you know jada and willow who who are multimillionaires who like wouldn't really understand so much the struggle of like trying to get into a college and or even being of low income and student loans and you know financial aid and things like that it's not a situation of skin color it's a situation of classism and all of them wouldn't be able to understand like all of them are privileged in that sense so you know i am gonna go back and watch it again think about it but it's important that she apologizes and that lori laughlin apologizes it's not like she was doing all that illegal activity to get into college like if going to college was like something she so desperately needed for so many people like getting into a good college is them trying to set up their life and for her it was like oh like it's a side thing i just want to party i'm already a celebrity and famous and i already have money it's like a side situation which is unfair because for a lot of people college is important <laughs> and she didn't need college here she was rich she she could have been fine without it she had her YouTube career, she had sponsors, Amazon was sponsoring her, she was fine. This whole scandal really ruined her because she didn't need to go to college, but she still wanted to, and that's the issue here, that she didn't need to, she, it's not like she was gonna fail. Also, she's rich, she could've hired a tutor to help her work. Like, not everyone can afford a tutor, she could've afforded a tutor for every single class of hers. Just spent hours working on her SATs, working on her extracurriculars, working on everything, but she didn't. She paid the money, she faked her way in, but and she didn't work hard at all. No, yeah. None of this was out of desperation. It was all out of, you know, I have money so I can do whatever I want. So I'll just go ahead and do this. But she went really to an all-girls private school that had yeah, all that. the resources that she could have gone and wanted to. It's yeah. insane how many resources she had at hand and didn't use it because she knew she had the money to get in. Yeah, it's true because, you know, when you're in that situation, you should take advantage of the opportunities you have. Like, we're not saying, oh, if you have money, like, you're wrong for taking advantage of your opportunities. No, but there are laws and rules that you need to abide by. And if you didn't care about your studies and you weren't dedicated or committed, like, all the money shouldn't be spent on illegally going to school. It should be spent on, you know, learning and educating yourself so that you can achieve the goals that you want to achieve. And if she didn't care about school and she still wanted a college, she could have gone to community college. She could have gone to any other college. He could have gone, I'm sure her grades weren't that bad that she could have gone to a lesser known college. But no, she wanted the USC. She wanted the recognition. And that's, she took the position of someone that worked hard, that could have gotten that scholarship, that actually needed that for their life. I remember after the scandal, a lot of people who applied to USC made videos called like, oh, my message to Olivia Jade, like, because for a lot of people, it's their dream school. And she took that away from them. Like, even if it wasn't directly taking it away from them, like those people- She took their scholarship, she took their spot. Yeah. But moving on, so Taylor Swift released her sister album to Folklore called Evermore. As a Swifty, as soon as she announced that she was gonna be releasing this album, I was, Oh my god in shock i was freaked out i was so so ecstatic because usually there's some speculation when she's gonna release an album but 
like this just like folklore was out of nowhere like dropped in her instagram she was like oh releasing the album tonight at midnight and i stayed up at midnight listened to the songs and the reviews for this album people are loving it it feels like when you're listening to it you're listening to someone read you like a classic book something from like the 1800s like i don't even know how to explain it's just the imagery once you listen to it you can imagine everything she's talking about and like it's completely different from what she's done before because she used to write about her life you know what i'm saying her life her experiences her relationships her family but this is just it's truly like an author creating a storyline and plot lines for different characters and she just kind of started writing about them and you were saying how the song dorothea is how she announced Gigi hadid and zayn's baby name it is speculated it's not confirmed or anything but that is a really cute name and she did confirm blake lively's name that just like that so hopefully that is a name i did hear about taylor swift how she's remaking some of her old country songs in her new style now and i've heard one of them and it was so good that you can tell how much she developed as an artist throughout the years before she had such a strong accent and now she doesn't so it just sounds completely different but the lyrics are there and everything's still there and it's so good she used to be she was like america's country princess for a little while and then she transitioned into pop and she would just leave every album era behind but this feels like like authentically her like it shows you how much she's grown and i'm really happy she's re-recording all her music because scooter barnes owns all of her old music and that the contract stated like for every new album, you can gain back an old album. So it's like, she was gonna be blackmailed stuck in a cycle. So I'm so glad that she's taking charge and she's saying like, I'm gonna re-record my music and I'm gonna do it the way I like. I had this conversation with someone actually about how Folklore sold like an insane amount of album units. Her fans, her fan base is so loyal and so devoted to her that she announced the album that day and it became like the most bought album in all of 2020. And nobody had time to know what was gonna happen and it still sold out and how many artists do you know that um oh my god my my album's gonna come out in a month my album's gonna come out in three weeks two weeks one week and then it doesn't do as well as her which literally was like in 12 hours we're gonna have an album did you see her netflix special oh my god yes oh my god i did <laughs> i saw a little bit i'm not a pop star so i wouldn't know how it's like and it's so crazy like seeing how everyone's looking at you, everyone's judging you, you can't do anything right. It's such like a weird world to see from the outside perspective. No, it's true. And that whole cancel culture thing and people always criticizing people, imagine like we're so young and she's been in the spotlight since she was what, 15? So someone having their eyes on you since the age of 15 to now that you're turning 31, you're like, we're judging your every single mistake. I would die if someone was constantly watching what I'm doing. We make mistakes all the time. So it's like, uh, I couldn't imagine the stress. And Timothy Chalamet yesterday came out with his SNL skit. It was really, really good. I watched it. It was one of the funniest things. I don't personally watch SNL a lot, but uh, I did watch it for him. And I love the Harry Styles skit. I love where Pete Davidson was Machine Gun Kelly. I love the little horse and I absolutely love them rapping. <laughs> that was so funny. Well, I love Timothy Chalamet so, so much. He's just, uh, he's so handsome and such a great actor. And I was planning on watching it because it did come out on Saturday night, which was like my birthday. But because my family was over, I didn't get the chance to watch it. But the way everyone's been talking about it, I know I have to watch the skits on YouTube. Aside from that, so Dove Cameron broke up with her 
boyfriend of four years, Thomas Doherty. And so many people were so sad about it because they've been together for such a long time. And like, they had such a cute relationship, but she posted on her story basically saying, oh, people have been really confused and there's been a lot of rumors, but she confirmed that in October they broke up. She said the decision was incredibly difficult, but we still have love for each other and we'll remain friends. And thank you for allowing us our privacy in this time. You know, I love Dove Cameron. I think she's awesome. She's been coming out with music too. To see that her and her boyfriend broke up, obviously breakups are really sad and celebrity breakups are even sadder because people stand so many celebrity couples and become so invested in it, especially because celebrities date other celebrities. Like people assume, oh, like they're gonna last forever just because so many people like are fans of them and ship them and follow them. But I'm like, don't you usually like date people that you know or people who are in like your pool or your circle? Like that just happens to be who they know and like you click or, or you don't click. And you know, at that age, you still, experimenting and you know you want to just have fun and live your life breakups are normal people need to just relax and i'm sure he and her are both probably 10 times sadder than any fan is you know what i'm saying so yeah and people have to keep in mind that we don't know we aren't in the relationship we don't know the relationship we don't know what happens exactly speaking of um relationships and like how people think that they know what's going on Noah and Dixie, their relationship has been under a lot of speculation and people have been talking about it a lot. After their lie detector test video, everyone's been kind of like, oh, Noah doesn't get enough love for, from her. And she released a statement saying like, well, guys, I was in a relationship with someone who ended up cheating on me and I was heartbroken and I shared about our relationship all the time. So this is something I wanna keep more private. And Noah said the same thing, like she's great to him. And it's not about how you guys show up in public or how you treat each other online or what videos you post. It's about actually being together. And people think that, you know, just because um, Dixie doesn't post about Noah all the time, that they're not in a happy or healthy relationship. You know, there's no way to tell unless you're him or her. You know what I'm saying? I did see a TikTok today where he duetted so, like an edit of Dixie on TikTok and someone commented, are you gonna marry her? And he literally commented, yes. Even if on video, she's not reciprocating it, she could just have dry humor. We don't really know what's going on inside her head. We don't know her. Yeah, who are we to determine how she treats him? And Noah Beck probably has a lot of suitors. So does Dixie, she's so talented. She's beautiful. And right now she's so successful. If they didn't wanna be together, I'm sure that they wouldn't be. Or, you know, if they're working through something, like it's none of our business. Like it's their relationship and you know, like we said earlier, they're young. Like they can really make the decisions that they feel are best for them. And they're allowed to show their love to each other however they'd like. Yeah, and talking about Dixie, she did get hacked yesterday night, I'm pretty sure. And it was so funny. It was this guy, he just went on live. He posted a video, I think, and then her account got taken down. And this might be like a funny little thing, but he actually might be getting in federal problems because the creator fund, which is how TikTokers make their money, was connected to Dixie's account and so was her bank account. So there was thousands and thousands of dollars on her account that is a federal crime. It got stolen, got touched. Dixie did make a joke saying, oh my God, my password, it's Dixie123, should have been a little stronger. But we don't really know unless the D'Amelios try to press charges or something, we don't really know how serious this could get. I really love the way the Dominos always handle things. Like they're like they showed a screenshot of them on FaceTime together. Like they're very unproblematic and Dixie's humor, you are right, is so like dry and so funny. Like so, you know, I'm sure that 
on the surface everyone's probably like oh it's okay everything's fine like she got her account back but you are right it is really serious to hack into someone's account and when their account is connected to their bank account and you're a Demilio, like there's probably so much money attached to that situation whether they choose to press charges or not um never just I don't suggest hacking anybody. That's a horrible idea. I'm really glad that she was able to get her account back and all her content and that she was able to settle things. Talking about TikTok, Vinny Hacker did, this is like the weirdest drama ever, that he posted or she posted a Starbucks cup and it had like a flannel in it and people connected it to Vinny Hacker. And then in literally three minutes after people finding out who she was, they found a photo on a Bisco of her, like an old photo of her wearing a Trump hoodie. And they literally canceled her in under three minutes. It's That's insane. insane. And then everyone started coming for Vinny and, you know, his reactions. I I know he apologized. I personally didn't feel like he had to apologize for the way he reacted because he was just saying like, oh my God, I'm literally like a teenager. Also, how do we know that he knew that the girl supported Trump? How do we know that the girl still supports Trump? Because that's an old photo. We People change. We don't know. So... The reason she got canceled under three minutes, that's insane because there's no way there could have been enough research to go into that to make sure this was actually someone that does something bad or not something that's... And even if she does support Trump, we don't know, like, we don't know her. We don't know people. Like, there's no reason we should be, like, attacking death threats. Exactly. As, like, supporters or just people who are on social media, it's not our place to, you know, full-fledged attack people and and things like that and to accuse Vinny of you know dating a Trump supporter or how can you even be friends with her it's like that's the divisive thing about politics because people have different opinions but you know at the end of the day you choose to be friends with the people who in your life you know make you better I really am sad for him because he was just asking to breathe you know what I'm saying like he posted like oh my god like like people who are attacking me like I, I now know who my real friends and supporters are and that's a totally normal reaction because at that age when you're just hanging out with a girl and you know that's the sad thing about being so public on social media and being an influencer is people can find everything about you or who you're hanging out with on the internet you know nothing just disappears hopefully he's feeling better I, I saw a girl literally attacking him saying oh um you're like the king of saying how everyone deserves a social media break if this was really that bad then would wouldn't you just be on a break like you're not suffering and he's like you don't know what happens in my life you don't know my mental state like you don't know what i've been through so it sucks that people make assumptions about other people just based on social media posts or what they see this i feel like this like this goes in cycles because i don't know if you know the dolan twins but yeah. A couple years ago, they were very, they were 15, 16, very young, very popular. And the same thing that's happening now with all these influencers with their relationships is they never went public with a relationship in all the years until like recently. They never said, because anytime they were with a girl, they'd be accused of dating her. They would find the same thing that's happening to all these influencers would happen to them. And I feel like it's just a cycle of the influencer of, oh, the hot guy that all the girls want a chance with, but we forget that he's a person. And speaking of which, you know, influencers and people criticizing them. So I don't know if you saw on TikTok room, they were talking about the awesomeness TV show, the influencer show that they have here in Miami and it's like Miami influencers. So apparently Sabrina Quesada kissed this guy Julian on the show in this like truth or kiss game. 
And you know, the show was filmed a long time ago and now she's dating this guy named Cooper. There was cheating accusations and obviously everyone was like, no, she didn't cheat because it was filmed before. But then the guy she kissed tried to claim that she was cheating on Cooper and that they did, you know, hook up and she wanted to see him. And he posted a screenshot, which, oh my God. I don't know if you saw the screenshot of their text messages. It was literally, she was like, oh yeah, when I come to LA, we can hang out. <laughs> like, I don't know how that's proof that, that she cheated. Respect people's privacy, respect their intimacy and their relationships. And, you know, I know us at our age, like, I know whenever we have crushes or have boyfriends, like, we want to be able to be free to post a picture of them or a picture with them or, like, like have them on our Snapchat story. And, you know, I know that if I ever post a picture with my boyfriend, like, I know 30 people are, like, are aren't gonna like text me and be like, oh my God, are you dating him? And oh my God, is this happening? And oh my God, you can see this is, and speculating all these things. And it's like, let them breathe. It's so sad. It's so sad that they have to deal with this. Talking about breakups and cheating and all that, Valerie and her boyfriend, they break up. They're in the Miami 305 house. Yeah, and her friend is Ignacio, right? Yeah, it was so, that relationship, cause I, we live in Miami, this is located in Miami. So I feel like we all like know about them. Like I, someone from my school's in that group. Like that's I feel like that's really connected to us, and that's we've been following their relationship for so long because they've been dating for a while. So the fact that they break up is like shocking because we all thought they were fine. We all thought they were great. It just shows how little we know about other people's relationships because from the outside, I thought they were doing fine. Yeah, they were one of my favorite influencer relationships. I was so shocked to see that they broke up because I was like, oh my God, I've seen all those cute TikToks they make in the parking lot and like of them going on trips and like all their videos and stuff like that. You're right, we don't know what's going on in a relationship. And you know, so the same way that we speculate bad things and the relationship could be good, Sometimes we speculate good things and the relationship could be bad. But at the end of the day, like people make their decision. The rumors are that he cheated on her and it sucks to get cheated on. So I hope she's doing well. In terms of music, Blinding Lights has been on the Billboard Hot 100 chart for officially a year. I think this is its 53rd week now on the Hot 100 chart. Again, still insane that he's not nominated for a Grammy after that, like at least that song, you know what I'm saying? It's been on the, on the charts for so long. I love this song. I remember listening to this song over a year ago, so it's insane that we're still talking about this song. It definitely should have won a Grammy. How many songs do you know that you talk about for over a year? And it's a number one on the Hot 100 for over a year. That is so difficult to even get on the 100. So for it to be for over a year, it deserves a Grammy. It definitely deserved a Grammy nomination, especially because it's been on the Hot 100 for so long. It's constantly on the radio. People are always listening to it. I know it's on my playlist. I love that song. It was even a TikTok song at one point. There was like dances to it and everything. So it's just really sad that he didn't get nominated for a Grammy, but you know, props to him because it did end up on the Hot 100 for a whole year and it's still there right now. And talking about celebrities, Ellen DeGeneres did come down with Corona. So right now they are rerunning old episodes from her show and that just goes to show that it doesn't matter if you get tested every week because she did get tested every week for her show you can still get covid you can still spread it yeah of course coronavirus is really serious and she said it here she said everyone that she came in contact with was notified and she's proper she's following all proper cdc guidelines and so you know i hope that she's staying safe i hope that she's you know feeling better that she's healthier and 
it's true no matter who you are the truth is we don't know so much about coronavirus and it can affect anybody so please social distance wear your masks stay safe you know laura and i wish everyone listening the best and we hope that you stay safe and healthy so thank you guys